What's up, everybody? I'm David Hain. Welcome to episode 157 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please like, subscribe, follow, and share the link with your friends, or click on the support link in this episode's description. Your donation of any amount could change a life. If you'd like to get our curriculum, you can get the paperback or ebook of From Ashes to Destiny on Amazon. When we come back, we'll get into this episode entitled Poor Richard's Almanac. Welcome back to episode 157 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast entitled Poor Richard's Almanac. And let me start by saying. If you're looking at my spelling, there's two ways that were acceptable of spelling almanac. One had a K at the end and one didn't. I'm choosing to use the the K at the end. So for any of you who catch those things, that's the reason. So anyway, at age 27, Benjamin Franklin began publishing Poor Richard's Almanac under the pseudonym Richard Saunders. The first edition was in the year 1733 and it continued with a new edition published annually for the next 26 years. The Almanac became widely successful. At the height of its popularity, Poor Richard's Almanac sold 10,000 copies a year, making it the best seller in colonial America. And Poor Richard's Almanac consisted of a just a hodgepodge of facts, weather forecasts, household hints, puzzles, historical tidbits, poems, and assorted amusements. However, what made the almanac well-known were the witty proverbs and maxims that Benjamin Franklin put in seemingly as fillers, you know, just scattered throughout the almanac. Today, we're going on another walkabout, and we'll look at a few of those proverbs as if Benjamin Franklin was speaking to us each of us on our journey in recovery. I'm going to imagine that I'm walking through Old City, Philadelphia, which I've done many, many times in my life. And I stop at various spots where I see a historical sign. You know, those sort of Benjamin Franklin was here and on this day he did this and this, or this happened in the history of the United States, those signs. But instead of the actual signs, I'm going to pretend that the signs have a few of his wisdom quotes from Poor Richard's Almanac for me to pause, read, and reflect. I hope you enjoy this walkabout with me. Here we go. And to, to get the picture in your mind, we're going to start out walking down one of the old cobblestone narrow streets in Philadelphia. And for those of you who are familiar, there's some famous ones. One I'm thinking of is Elfrith Sally. And I come across one of those signs on this walkabout. And the title on the sign is, How Are You Dealing With Resentment? So, what's Benjamin Franklin starting me out with here? But let's see, there's a couple of quotes on the sign. The first one says, What airs begun in anger ends in shame. So that what airs is whatever has begun in anger ends in shame. And the second one says, fear to do ill, and you need fear not else. If I bring it up to current language, fear to do 
wrong, fear to do ill, and you don't need to fear anything else. Wow. So I see right at the beginning, Ben Franklin's sort of hitting me right between the eyes here. How do I handle resentment? Do I allow my anger to get the best of me? And he's reminding me, you know, whatever I begin in anger ends up in shame because I just let the anger emotion take over the impulsive actions in me. And sometimes the anger can be so so overbearing that it can become compulsive where I actually plot and plan things that um, I plan how to do ill to someone or how to get even with someone. And so I see Ben reminding me saying, David, fear to do ill. Don't look forward to getting revenge, but actually fear it because if you can live your life where you're in fear of allowing your anger and resentment to take over your emotions and your actions, you're going to end up getting in trouble. So if you can set a, a goal of fearing to do ill, the red flags go up whenever the thought comes in your mind, then you don't need to fear anything else. Wow. What a good start for me on this walk. So um, I'm going to continue down the cobblestone path and, and see where it leads me. And I'm going to juxtapose history here a little bit because obviously it doesn't look the same as it does in the mid-1700s. And there's lots of historical sites. For me, as I would be walking through this part of Philadelphia, I would head down towards Independence Square, I'd head down towards the Liberty Bell, I'd head down towards the place where the Declaration of Independence is signed and take in some of the history. And yep, here's another one of those signs. And the the historical signs in Philadelphia, the old ones are, are dark blue with yellow writing. And this one says, what are you doing with your time? And again, there's a couple of quotes from Poor Richard's Almanac. The first one says, Ah, simple man, when a boy, two precious jewels were given thee, time and good advice, one thou hast lost and the other thrown away. Wow. Ben's not holding any punches on me here today. I'm thinking back to my childhood, thinking back to precious jewels that were given to me in and who gave them to me. And really, as I think to my childhood, time was not an issue in my childhood, in my youth. The only thing was, you know, I wish it would stay light longer so I didn't have to go to bed. I didn't have to go home and, and go inside because it was dark and time, time to go for supper, time to go to bed. And time, actually, I didn't even view it as a precious jewel, but looking back, Time is a precious jewel that each of us have. And throughout my life, there's been various people who've given me good advice. And most of the time, I've just thrown it away. I've laughed it off or minimized it and just sort of said, well, I'll let experience be my teacher. And I see this as a sort of a wake-up call
at my age in how I talk to guys that I'm working with about the time that we have and what we do with our time and how we can see nuggets of wisdom where we may not even be listening but one thing pops out and how do we treat that as a precious jewel. Because the the second quote that's on this sign from Poor Richard's Almanac says, lost time is never found again. And I believe that's true not only for for time, but for good advice. We can lose good advice and only remember it when we get in trouble. Only remember it when the consequences come for us ignoring that good advice. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue on my walk across Market Street and head over to one of the tourist spots where they've built a building dealing with the Constitution, dealing with that time in American history and how Ben Franklin and others like him have influenced the founding of America. And this first sign I see says, focus on character development. And this one has a few quotes from Poor Richard's Almanac, so I'll just sort of deal with them one at a time. First one says, be at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors, and let every new year find you a better man. So I see Benjamin Franklin giving me some of that good advice we just talked about. Saying, David, if if you're really focusing on how to develop your character, how to be the man that you've always hoped to be, be at war with your vices. Don't give in to them. Battle them. Defeat them. Figure out your strategy to keep them from overcoming you. And be at peace with your neighbors. Don't spend your time gossiping. Don't spend your time talking about what they're doing wrong or looking to get an edge on them. Be at peace with them. And if you do these things every new year, you will find yourself a better man. The second quote says, who is strong? He that can conquer his bad habits. And I think, you know, that ties right into the first one. And I see Ben saying, you know, Sometimes we try to battle our vices, we try to battle our bad habits, but we don't feel strong enough, and we might pray or call out to our higher power for strength. And he's saying, you've got the strength inside you, and you'll see that strength as you conquer your bad habits. The next one under character development says, ignorance leads men into a party, and shame keeps them from getting out again. Wow. Does this ring true or not? Sometimes we just blindly and ignorantly or naively head into the party just impulsively because friends are going in or it sounds like fun or we just feel we need to get out and party. And then we get in there and start thinking, what in the world am I doing here? But the shame of what we've already done in that party keeps us from getting out of the party. And that rings so true in addiction, the shame of getting caught up again can keep us stuck in acting out every day because it's easier to stay there 
and way much harder to own up to where we've gotten again and asking for help to get out. Okay. So we'll end up this little meander, this walk through Old City Philadelphia down by the Liberty Bell. And I see a sign there. And again, these signs don't really exist there. I see a sign there that says, Choose your friends wisely. And here, the quotes from Poor Richard's Almanac are, A false friend and a shadow attend only when the sun shines. And he that lies down with dogs shall rise up with fleas. Wow. You know, this would be a great one for all kids to learn at a very early age. Choose your friends wisely. Because I like the way Ben Franklin said it. A false friend and a shadow are only around when the sun's shining. As soon as it's cloudy, as soon as it's a dark day, as soon as the the things get tough, you can't see your shadow on a dark, cloudy day. And our false friends disappear when we need them most on those dark and cloudy days. And so he reminds us, choose your friends wisely. Watch that you're not lying down with dogs because if your friends are sort of living a dog's life, you will wake up with fleas and scratching and itching and that constant pain. And I'd like to close this walk about today with just one more quote under Choose Your Friends Wisely. And this is also from Poor Richard's Almanac. Ben Franklin said, Fish and visitors stink in three days. <laughs> and I just love the humor in that. You know, sometimes can people can come to visit who are our friends. But I guess after a few days... Either we start judging them or we see they're a false friend or we realize the things that we don't have in common. And sometimes our friends can begin to stink in three days. And I think in closing, under choose your friends wisely, I guess Ben Franklin would be telling me, David, pay attention to when your friends start stinking. They may be a false friend. Thanks for listening to this episode of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. I hope you enjoyed our walkabout with Benjamin Franklin through the Poor Richard's Almanac. If you'd like to join an online group or get one-on-one counseling to help you in your recovery, please message me on the link in this podcast or by email at davidfromatd at gmail.com or go to my website, www from a to d.org and click on the contact page you can keep in touch with what we're doing in from a to d by following me on instagram at david from a to d for our spotify listeners you can leave your comments by clicking on the link they provide in that platform tune in monday for our next episode and as always stay safe and stay strong <music>